fight pod. Sorry for the wait, guys. Uh, had a lot going on. Kind of had a throat thing going on for a while. Finally getting over that so I could finally uh, get back to casting. Didn't want to be raspy in you guys' ears and whatnot. It is, uh, what's today? Tuesday, March 12th. Beautiful day. It's nice and sunny. Still cold as shit. I think it's like 36. <sighs> but, uh, whatever. It looks like it's supposed to be some warmer days. Warmer days are ahead. So, uh, like, we looking forward to that. Can't wait. But anyways, uh, I missed last week, so... I still watch the card. Still, of course, I watch UFC 235. Like, what? We'll get into Derek Lewis versus Dos Santos, but for now, I kind of want to talk about the uh, so far my favorite card that I've seen in a long time, which was uh, John Jones, Anthony Smith headlined, Tyron Woodley and Kamar Usman, co. Main, which uh, I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk a lot about really this whole card. I'm not. Uh, stupid Siri. Sorry, guys. Uh, new phone is it's a little annoying. But um, I want to get a. Uh, I think I want to say I watched. I began the card at Edmund Chabazian first Charles Bird, which Edmund uh knocked him out in 38 seconds. It was a really good fight, stopped him, and uh I didn't really catch any fights before that. wasn't really uh any big names, any any noticeable names, no disrespect, but um to pop off the uh. Prelims though, Whew. Cody Stammen versus Alejandro Perez had a three-round war, which I kind of thought the judges gave it to Cody based on his potential and what he maybe could do in the future and maybe his past wins because I felt like Alejandro kind of did enough to edge him, but eh. It's the UFC, you know, sometimes uh, it could be a night where it's, you never know how it could be judged. It could be a night where um, takedowns is worth more than knockdowns and knockdowns worth more than takedowns, but you, you never know. We all, everyone knows this. Just a uh, example, Johnny Hendricks, John, George St. Pierre. You never know who wins a fight these days, but uh, after that... It was a light heavyweight fight between Misha Serkinov and Johnny Walker. I was looking at this fight closely because uh, everyone's looking at Johnny Walker as the next guy in that light heavyweight division to um, come up and dethrone the, that monster that is John Jones. But um, he stopped Misha in 36 seconds with a flying knee. It was actually a... Uh, it was actually, uh, uh, it was, it was real Michael Venom Page-ish, and for him to be six foot six, it was, it was a lot of torque on it, and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, um, 
it was a, it was a spectacular knockout. I think he should uh think he should definitely think he should fight. I think they should give him Santos next, Tiago Santos, instead of giving him to John Jones, just throwing him to John. I would also like to see um Johnny Walker. Ooh, Johnny Walker. I would like to also see him fight more wrestler too also. So if Luke Rockhold comes up to light heavyweight, I would like to see that. Maybe he welcomes Luke Rockhold to light heavyweight. But uh, definitely, Johnny Walker is a name. Definitely remember it. Remember that guy, cause uh, he's soaring through this light heavyweight division. And Misha Serkinov is not is not no easy pickings. Then headline in the preliminary preliminary card, you got Jeremy Stevens versus B, which. I'm a real big Zabit fan, but I'm not willing to. I think one day he'll be a champion, but I think Jeremy Stevens showed that he doesn't really have that one punch, boom, and you're dead, knock you dead, Tyron Woodley, you know, Conor McGregor, um, DC. He don't really. He, he. It doesn't seem like he has that. It. It seems he. He more throws volume, and it seems to me in his last two fights that I've watched him fight in, he's gassed around like that third roundish, and he doesn't really start fighting until like the be, until I. I. It seems to me he doesn't really start fighting until he's really been until the. Whoever he's fighting is connecting. Like, it seems like it takes a lot for Zabit to get going. But, uh, I think if he can get it to the point where he comes out the gate murdering, like he, like he showed the potential that he can do, I think, um, he'll definitely be a future champion. Jeremy Stevens is a monster, though. So, Jeremy Stevens, all credit to him. He came out. Zabit ended up pulling it out. Some people thought Jeremy maybe did enough. I thought Zabit did enough. Just enough. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of Zabit, but I don't I don't think he dominated Jeremy. I think it was just a good fight. But um moving over to the main card. Actually, it was a another fight I felt like on this preliminary card I wanted to talk about. Was it? Oh, yeah, Diego Sanchez turning back the clock and stopping Mickey Gall. I thought Mickey was actually going to um, thought Mickey was gonna uh, come out and probably uh, run through the seasoned and aged Diego Sanchez, but he stopped him second round. Shout out to Diego, Cody Stammon. Johnny Walker's a beat, all uh, preliminary card winners. But like I was saying, back to the main card. Um, main card was popped off with Cody Garbrandt versus Pedro Munoz, with probably like, <laughs> probably like the craziest. 
I don't even know. This is it's hard to even say the craziest minute I've ever seen in a round, but excuse me. Excuse me, sorry. But Cody Garbrandt came out and um it, it looks like he was looking to he looked kind of like he kind of weaved a couple of Co- or a couple of uh, Pedro shots. He kind of looked like the Cody of old, the one that fought Dominic Cruz, you know, the one, the Cody that, had, you know, had the belt that was fighting smart, not just, you know what I'm saying, le- leading with his head, trying to land that big right hand. But with this one, um, I don't know, it looked like uh, he was, I, I think I seen somewhere that he said he, he, he got headbutted and, and that he uh, just seen red. And uh, just was looking to try to get a stop. I don't know, Cody. Uh, a little. Uh, he was he was out of control, but Pedro stayed true to his uh, craft. It looked like and stayed tight and landed a huge right hand, huge and dropped him. I'm uh, thinking Cody Garbrandt. Uh, so this this is looking tough for him in the future. I would uh, I would really like to see who because I mean when you're Former champ, shit, you beat Dominic Cruz to become the champion, I want to say. Lose to TJ twice, meaning, okay, that's TJ. Then Pedro Munoz. And now it's like they got to kind of give you another contender. You know, they can't. Like they, they're not necessarily a contender, but you're still going to get a guy that's coming up like, hey, I'm trying to fight for the title. You already had the title, so I'm trying to go through you to get that. And I was just, I don't know. Cody just looked uh, a little off, with especially uh, how wild and just out of control he got. Like it, it looked like like a snap of like a finger. Like he just went. I don't know. I could believe him though. Because watching it, you could see the head button, and he kind of like, you could see kind of presses to maybe stop it, or he looks a little out of it, but he was looking to press to stop it, and Pedro landed that right hand after they traded right hands for like 20 seconds. It's crazy. But uh, hopefully, uh, Pedro Munoz, my dude, Algermain, let them get in there. For the number one contender spot, uh, I would really like to see something like that. My boy Al Jermaine finally getting that at least one number one contender contender chance. But uh, shout out to Pedro. First round stoppage on uh, Cody. But um, moving on, it was a women's strawweight fight: Tisha Torres and Wally Zhang. Wally was legit. I kind of liked how she was putting it together. Kind of looked big for that strawweight division. Definitely up and coming. It's cool how she spoke American. Well, look how ignorant I sound. How she spoke English <laughs> at the end of the um, fight. I think she uh, said her name and... She was trying to give a good performance or something. But I know she speaks pure.
pure like Mandarin. So to hear at least attempted was pretty cool. Shout out to Whaley. She definitely about to give some women some some problems in the strawweight division. Um, moving on. Okay, so this next fight, I I, I would call this the Coco main. I feel like it's Coco Co. I think I feel like it was three main events tonight. <coughs> it was Ben Ask. Well, not tonight, but that night. It was Ben Askren, Robbie Lawler, Tyron Woodley versus Kamal Usman, and John Jones, Anthony Smith. I feel like those all three are in the in itself main events. Just by themselves alone, just are can all headline a card. But um Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren. Wow, it was three minutes long. I didn't even notice that it went three minutes. I don't. I'm um. I remember it. It all happened so quick. But I know it was very controversial with Herb Dean stopping the fight early. Um. For those of you who didn't see it. Ben came out, uh, attempted to take Robbie down. I want to say Robbie stuffed the takedown and got Ben over his shoulder and dropped him on his head and uh, landed like four bombs while uh, Robbie was on the ground, or Ben was on the ground, excuse me. Ben started bleeding everywhere. It was... I thought, honestly, I thought Robbie did enough for a stoppage, maybe. But Herb let him rock, which I kind of enjoyed. I'm like, I kind of, in my head, I'm like, don't stop it, Herb. But outside, I'm like, oh, this is over, kind of. Like, this is, this is, like, like I was kind of, like, it just, period. It just felt like, oh, this is, damn. We hype Ben up, and he goes, talks all this shit, and goes in there, Tries to take him down, gets slammed on his head, and punched out, and stopped. So, Robbie doesn't end up stopping him. Ben kind of gets his bearings back. And, uh, an, I feel like he got the overhook. I think they're in, uh, maybe half guard. Robbie postured up. He got the, Ben got the underhook. Kind of stood up, kind of pushed Robbie up to the cage. Or they, oh, actually, they stood back up. And um, it kind of was squaring back up. Ben kind of pushed him back up against the cage. And I want to say went for a single and then came back up for like a bulldog choke. And I personally thought Robbie went out. Because you can see... Well, okay, let me continue. And then he goes for the bulldog. He goes out. Well, it looks like he goes out. His arm kind of looks like it goes limp. Herb kind of grabs his arm. He moves it, and then it kind of hangs a little bit. And then Herb stops the fight. 
Robbie pops back up, straight up, like, hey, and, you know, what the fuck, and, uh, everybody's like, oh, no, he wasn't out, you know, but, Robbie was cool about it, you know, he told her, you know, best referee out, whatever, just made a mistake, which, I mean, anybody probably would have made that mistake, I, me personally, like I said, I, Dominic Cruz, Joe Rogan, John Anik, those guys seen a lot of fights. They all, everyone screamed, everyone thought he was out until Robbie popped up, you know, after they afterwards or whatever. But they, those guys seen a lot of fights. They all thought Robbie went out or whatever the case may be. So, you know, honest mistake. But, uh, interesting fight, though. I would like to see them run it back more than I would like to see, uh, I would like to see them running. I would like to see them run it back more than I would rather them fight someone else. Because I know Ben Askren in the press conference said that he passes on the. They asked him, "Hey, so what if, uh, or do you do, do you want to? What if they? What if the UFC bring comes back with a rematch?" And then he said, "I'll pass." He said he fought Robbie, and he didn't want to fight Robbie, I guess. He said he called out a lot more people. And, um, excuse me. And, um, I guess, uh, he just, I guess necessarily, Rob, really stylistically, Robbie is the worst matchup for him other than Tyron. <laughs> Pretty much. To me in the UFC almost. But um he he said he wanted the winner of Till Masvidal. Which is also cool. I would I would watch that too. Uh Robbie, I think she get the loser of Till Masvidal. I'd watch that. If they're not gonna do the rematch. I'm sure Dana Dana doesn't fuck around. When Dana says he wants to see a rematch, I'm sure it'll probably be a rematch. But, um, yeah, that's, this should be interesting how that moves around. But, uh, moving on to the co-main event, which was Tyron Woodley, Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian Nightmare. Uh, um... I've honestly thought that, uh, for a long time, that, uh, that the person that would beat Tyron Woodley would have to be, I always seen him as a re, a remake of Roy McDonald, which is, what to me Kamal Usman is and if you go back and watch <clears throat> Tyron's fight which I did before that was one of the fights that I watched before I watched this Usman and Tyron fight I, I watched it because I usually watch a whole like since Ben is, is fighting I watched him versus like 
Douglas Lima and stuff like that in Bellator. <clears throat> I did just go and watch a little bit of film and just just to just to you know what I'm saying just to have that 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 little knowledge of you know what I'm saying what's going on. Maybe you see something in those fights that you just notice that another fighter do or whatever the case may be. You know, it's, it just makes sense. Same reason anybody uh any anybody that like sports watches film, but um. The one thing that Tyron Woodley struggles with, to me, is coming out the gates and, like, having that, besides the Darren Till fight, I would say that's the only fight, but Besides Darren Till, I feel like every other fight he kind of can't. He comes out with this. Oh, I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna chill. No, I'm not gonna let you take me down. I'm just gonna chill some more. And then boom, I'm gonna try to land this big right hand. And then so Usman came and said, "Oh, so that's what you do? Okay." I'm just going to come in here and just continue to keep moving you backwards. And when you do go to throw that right hand, I'm going to put you up against the cage. And, oh, you said I can't take you down? I'm going to take you down. You said no one's going to ever have you in mount? Oh, I'm going to mount you. Usman, literally, I, I'm sure it'll be a complete. Compilation or whatever. I'm sure it'll be something out soon of how cringy it is. I'm sure it'll be something like how DC said that, oh, you, you think you're going to kick me with your left leg, John Jones, or blah, blah, blah. Yes. Just like, like it's, it's, I'm sure it's going to come out that, um, he, he's an idiot. First off, Woodley. Everything Woodley said, man, that Usman couldn't, was going to try to do to him and, and was not going to be able to do to him. Usman did. Usman came in there. If you ask me, Usman came out there and Habib Nurmagomedov, Tyron Woodley. For, I don't think, I think. A hundred percent. And I am a Woodley fan. I'm an Usman fan also. But obviously I, I I was a I've been a Woodley fan longer, but I've been a fan of Usman since the old Emil Meek Mech, I think I said fight. When everybody gave him slack because he said he only went 30, or that's only him at like 30% because he was injured or whatever the case may be. Dominated Damian Maya, I want to say next or something. But this dude came out, man, and he put the whole Nigerian nation on his back and dominated Tyron for 25 straight minutes. I haven't seen the champion get dominated for 25 straight minutes. 
you usually see a champion just get stopped. You know, you usually don't see, like, you, uh, you usually don't see a champion go the whole 25 minutes and just get dominated. They usually end up getting stopped, you know, or submitted. The last time I could think I watched the champion get dominated for 25 rounds was George St. Pierre versus Johnny Hendricks. Johnny Hendricks didn't win that fight, though. Obviously, because it's just some, some obvious some fuckery, but he dominated Tyron, and like at the end, like I felt embarrassed for him, for Tyron Woodley, because just a everyone knows number one because of his relationship with Dana White in the UFC, and just how he talks about that shit on him, just whatever the case may be, how they don't promote him right or whatever. I don't think he fights for the title until maybe 2020. And unless he knocks, I don't think, I think if he doesn't come out and knock out the next guy or stop the next guy, I think it's over. I don't think he ever see a UFC title shot again. Which sucks because I'm a Tyron fan and Everyone says he looks off. Everyone said he looked off. But me, I just think he did not prepare. I think Usman, while Tyron Woodley's dropping records and <laughs> going to TMZ bullshit and all that stuff, Usman's in the gym. Usman's sparring. Usman's working. Usman's trying to get that gold, provide for his family. And you can see it in his face when he won. It was great. I enjoyed it. It was, it was, a, it was a really great performance by Kamal Usman. And, uh, I know they got him versus Kobe next. Uh, I would like to see who they schedule Tyron for, or Tyron, to fight. But uh, moving on. John Jones, Anthony Smith was exactly, well, not, I'm not going to say it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Anthony Smith is good. And people underestimated him. People doesn't, people people don't realize that when you're, yeah, he's 30, I think he was 31 and like 14, 13. Let me see, let me look. 31 and 14 after the fight, but he was 31 and 13. You third that's forty five fights. Just think about if you're not a trainer or okay, if you're not a, a fighter per se, just think how many fights have you had in your life? Legit I'm not even gonna say I'm not gonna go sanctioned. I'm just gonna say you and just somebody else, like, just period, just fighting. 
for at least three to four, maybe five minutes. I'll let you count it. You'll get nowhere near close to 45. That type of experience, you cannot, you cannot, there's no way you can, to even be able to get up here, people said you didn't deserve it. There's no way you can, you can't fake it. You can't fake your way to a, to a, to a, to a title match. You know, and shout out to Anthony Smith. He definitely gained hella fans, and he had a chance. At one point, I feel like John, I think, kicked him in the face when he was down. No, he kneed him. He kneed him while he was kind of coming up. You know, the the rule, I don't, they weren't in, they didn't adopt the new rule, so. It would take me all year to explain this stupid rule. It's just a certain way. If you, I think he didn't, I think Anthony Smith still had a hand down, so he was technically a grounded opponent. So, John Jones, when he need him. Anthony Smith could have laid there and said, uh, I can't see. Um, I don't, I can't really see that good. I don't, they'd have gave him, they'd have stopped the fight. He'd have won by disqualification. And he'd have definitely probably maybe earned a rematch. But he'd have just made it real fuzzy. But he didn't, he, no, I'm good. The doctor came in, you sure? I'm good, I can see. And like uh, Anthony Smith's a warrior, and uh, all all props to him because he kept it competitive for the first two rounds to me, and then kind of you can kind of see John kind of trying to turn up the heat for real around the third, fourth, and then the 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 middle towards the end of the fourth round and the fifth round, John kind of dominated him and uh just showed him why he's John. <laughs> we all know what John do. But um, I would like to see what's next for John. That should be interesting. Should be very interesting. It's a lot of um. I think they should just quit playing. And if I don't think they should have him fight Tiago Santos, I seen somewhere that Dana White wants to see that. I don't really care for. That. I think he's gonna take Tiago down and just maul him. I th- I want to see Luke Rockhold move up to two hundred five and take on that. I don't think Luke Rockhold will be able to do it, but I think it's just it's exciting. I don't really see no other exciting matchups for John other than. Brock Lesnar, or God, I don't know, like, DC, I guess at heavyweight, but whatever, but, uh, shout out to that card, though, man, I really enjoyed it, really, really enjoyed it, it was real fun, barbecued and everything, had ribs, burgers, the whole nine it was uh it's great but ufc one fight night 146 i didn't watch it i watched uh the main event 
I really, that was kind of around the time I was recovering still, too. So I kind of was in and out of it. So I kind of came back from the, the main event. Derek Lewis Jr. Dos Santos came on. And uh, Derek Lewis disappointed me, I would say. Uh, first off, Junior won round two, I think, 158. But, I don't know, he just showed up. Uh, he just outclassed him. Junior's just been in there with the best. He's just got that rub from Kane and Fabricio. Kane twice. Alistair Overeem. It's just so many names. I don't see Derek Lewis... I don't see Derek Lewis. Uh, I don't know what happened. Sorry, guys, the stream cut off. But uh, <laughs> I don't see Derek Lewis. Um, ever sniffing a title shot again? Number one. And um, I just when I watched him fight, honestly, he he looked he looked untrained. And they said he doesn't spar. And I mean, maybe I don't know. He maybe showed. I, he just looked. I don't know. He just looked, he didn't look good. He didn't look, uh, Junior looked crisp, looked ready. Boxing looked good. Uh, wasn't letting Derek land that, the exaggerated right hand. It's a really good win by Junior Dos Santos. I would love to see him versus maybe Alistair. I know he was saying that, uh, it's disrespectful that they even say that Brock Lesnar should be able to fight for a title. But, uh, whatever. They'll bring people to the sport, man. And DC gets a payday or whoever the hell fights him gets a payday. So, mm, we get to see Brock Lesnar. Who doesn't want to see Brock Lesnar fight or possibly get beat up? Like, what? It could be Junior versus Brock Lesnar. I don't give a damn. I've watched Derek Lewis I'd watch Derek Lewis versus Brock Lesnar. I'd watch, uh, hell, I'd watch, um, any heavyweight shit. John, if he wanted to go up to heavyweight, I would watch DC. I would watch, um, Alistair and him again. Shit, I would watch Kane and Brock again. If I was Brock, I would, that's what I would do. I would be like, give me Kane. He just lost to Francis. He's coming off that loss. His knee maybe gave out, maybe didn't. I would try to go out there and starch his old ass, probably wash him out. Because I think Kane's done. But I would try to come in, starch Kane, or maybe give me Francis. That that's that's a high risk, high reward though. I feel like he goes in there, takes down Francis, does what Stipe does. He definitely deserves it. And if he goes out there and gets starched in. Back to the WWE, buddy. But, um. It should be interesting. I don't. The heavyweight division is just. It's a lot of. People call it the dinosaurs, but I like them. It's a lot of names, man. Volkov. My dude, Alexander Volkov. Six foot seven. Weird matchup for anyone. Curtis Blades, Juco National Champion Wrestler. 
got a lot of dudes. You got Ty Tuivasa coming up. Really good striker out of Australia. Yeah, that heavyweight division is um. And then you the I think what kills it is when you do see a guy like Derek Lewis go out there and just look tired by you know the end of the by the beginning of the you know by two minutes maybe a minute into the second round. It's just I don't know. It's just it just confirms that. That stereotype of just big, fat, heavyweight dudes instead of, like, what Junior is. Junior Dos Santos, the way he was moving around, he was showing his footwork, his boxing. Guys like Francis Ngannou, just those freaks that they do got up there at heavyweight who can make some good fights. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. UFC is always great, man. As you guys are, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Um, I'm going to try to make sure I'm streaming every week. I'm going to try to get make sure I'm going to find a day, the best day that I could uh, do it on so I can make sure it's more consistent, guys. I appreciate y'all listening. Y'all have a good one.